Why you come on a nod? Not, not, not. Why you come on a zip, 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 zero? Oh my gosh, guys. Ah, ah. Woo! Zip, like, oh, hey. I. A-teamers, A-teamers, if you see the havoc that Benzita and Phineas have wreaked in this particular studio, you would be surprised. This song has not only just brought back memories back in 1998, I was just knee high. However, I remember how hot this song was. Phineas is relating stories of how during this time he would go, he would go to these discos and go to these festivals and come in through the window into the house and get hey, a hiding of his life. So now he's disciplined. But yeah, hi, we are good to Phineas. Prevenzito is telling me that during this time, he was already working. He was, you know, focused, um, working for a factory. But in the December of this year, him and his father were dancing to this Chiscop song. Thirty six minutes after uh, 10. <laughs> Let's get into a social conversation. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. So the first Miss Wheelchair South Africa has been crowned. And we've got the privilege of uh, speaking to the winner, uh, Tamlin Genevieve Bock, who is the official winner of Miss Wheelchair SA. Welcome, Tamlin. Thank you very much for joining us. Congratulations are in order. Thank you so much. Good evening, and thank you so much for having me. I really feel honored. We also have uh, Russell Volmer, who's the spokesperson for Universal Accessibility Hub. Thank you very much for joining us, Russell. Evening, Patricia. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to start with you, Russell. Speak to us about the significance of having a Miss Wheelchair South Africa. Wow. Well, uh, I think as it goes without saying is that Sadly, we didn't have one, and uh, the whole project was inspired by um, our Miss um, Wheelchair, who uh, South Africa, who became second princess in the international competition. The, uh, and uh, it was unfortunate that we didn't have a our own Miss Wheelchair selection criteria and process going. So um, when Lubeheng was um, inspired um, Sharma Natu, Sharma decided that it was UA Hub's project to take on and to uh, bring to uh, the fore the chance for a group of young ladies in South Africa to bid, uh, to to challenge for the Miss Wheelchair South Africa position. And we are very proud that uh, Cameron is the winner and we're looking forward to her going forward to the uh, World um, Miss World Wheelchair Competition in um, next year in uh, Mexico City in October 2022. This is indeed exciting, and I see that it is uh, one of those pageants that um, you know lives up to its uh, awareness uh, tag, which is beauty without barriers. Now, how how? 
How easy was it or how difficult was it to put together a pageant where you needed not just, you know, the, the, the runway, but you needed ramps to be on the runway and you needed accessibility for the participants of this pageant? Because we look at most of the beauty pageants and I think to myself, my goodness, some of these models are going to fall off those hills. These stages <laughs> don't look safe. But in this case, how easy or difficult was it to make sure that everything was compliant for your uh, participants? Wow, I think if, if you want to hear how difficult it was, I think it starts with the young ladies when they had to leave home and they had to then uh, board aircraft and transport to get to Cape Town to come and be part of it. We had to find accessible hotel accommodation for all of them. We had to find transport as well that would, they would be able to uh, bring them from the hotel to the uh, Artscape where we held the pageant. Um, thank heavens for Artscape and their commitment to the whole project because they are very, very committed to helping anybody with disabilities in terms of attending the shows at Artscape. However, also we did find that the back of, of stage or back of house, whatever they want to call it, is very accessible, but it certainly has challenges in that the change room facilities are not accessible for people in wheelchairs. So the ladies had to actually prepare themselves well in advance. And when they came to Artscape, um, they had to be well prepared and be able to sort of jump into different items of clothing for the pageant itself in very, very sparse and very um, difficult situation. And thank heavens for a lovely group of very strong volunteers as well who were able to participate and assist the young ladies in their various uh, change uh, routines and uh, uh, and various makeup um, sort of paraphernalia that they had to do. So, you know, it, it, it was very, very challenging. And uh, our, our whole um, UA Hub team was fully, fully committed. In fact, I think at the end of the whole pageant, um, particularly Sharma, who has been the real inspiration um, behind uh, UA Hub's involvement in the whole project. She has so um, put her whole energy into it. She needs at least another six months to recover, I think. But as we know that these things now, once you've started with the first one, you have to now start looking at the next one. I have no doubt in a few months' time the plans for the next uh, Miss Wheelchair essay will be starting to come onto the table. And hopefully it will go a lot easier. But um, this first time, the learning, the lessons have been very, very tough, uh, very interesting. And it's also been fantastic to see how all the young ladies have been able to be accommodated and actually felt comfortable. Um, you know, we were able to enjoy Cape Town, fortunately, uh, the weather treated us very well and they were able to get out and about and see some of the beautiful parts of Cape Town. But um, yes, they spent a lot of time backstage at Artscape preparing for the actual pageant itself and uh, the choreographing of the actual movements and everything were quite significant. Um, I just sat in and watched from the sidelines. Uh, I'm definitely not talented in any of that. I'm just... Uh, one of the good boys in the UA Hub and help out with the consultation on the access and that. But, uh, wow, it was 
a fantastic pageant. Um, for the first time, it went off incredibly smoothly. We had some lovely MCs uh, who really kept uh, all the audience entertained. And uh, we do, from all the feedback we've had, we've had such wonderful positive feedback that uh, the next one is going to be a real pleasure to do. Now, Tamlin, let me come to you. You are the first ever Miss uh, Wheelchair South Africa. Uh, how does this make you feel uh, for being a pioneer, especially because one of your most favorite codes is uh, by Misty Copeland that says, start unknown and finish unforgettable. And definitely you are unforgettable right now. I feel really honored because as a disabled individual, I know the challenges we face daily. I know we have transportation issues. I know we have difficulties of finding employment, you know. So for me, being the voice, the being first in the Africa, you know, I feel really honored in taking these battles on, you know, because I know we're suffering with these issues, but now there's someone, and I know there's a whole um, organization that stands uh, besides um, Ms. Virtues of Africa to break these, these barriers that is out there. And, and I mean, uh, not only on the South African stage, but on a world stage, because you'll be participating in the Miss World Wheelchair. Um, and this will give you a bigger platform to be able to interact with other organizations. What is it that you aim to bring into South Africa uh, by participating in the Miss World Wheelchair in Mexico next year in October? My aim is just to raise awareness, you know, because there's so much negative perceptions going around in society, what people in wheelchairs cannot do. But it's not about our disabilities. It's about the endless abilities we have. So my, my goal is just to raise awareness that we we really suit the criteria when especially come to the working environment. We suit the criteria on different levels, but because society has a negative or a different perception of us, we don't get the opportunities that often. I want to know more about you, Tamlin. I mean, where did you grow up? How have you been able to gain so much confidence as a, a person with a disability living in South Africa, knowing the challenges that are posing those with disabilities? I am from a very small town outside Springbok in the northern coast. It's called Nagabe. So I know like being disabled, you cannot physically fight. So I have this big mouth, this bubbly mouth that's really just there all the time. And that actually built my confidence over time, you know, just to defend myself in all situations. So basically, I'm just a, a platelan, so I see. And how did you overcome some of the challenges? I mean, growing up with a, on a wheelchair, in a, 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 you know, a platterland. A lot of people will say living in uh, rural areas and, you know, remote areas, you don't get access to information. You don't access, get access to education. You don't get access to opportunities. So how did you manage to survive and thrive the way you have uh, uh, been thriving? 
I completed my primary school year in the Northern Cape, and um, I really enjoyed growing up in in the rural society because my my fellow classmates they just basically accepted me the way I was, and and they really just they were there all along with a helping hand, and because I was just part of them. But now when I when I in grade nine, when I finished grade nine, the end of grade nine, I decided to do something different because I was so dependent on my mother. And I decided, no, I'm going to the Western Cape. And then I went to a special school there in Powell South, at a school for the blind, and I completed my grade 2012. And I actually got a recognition because I was top academic achiever, grade 10 to 12 and Varsity College in Rondebosch, in partnership with Muscle Dystrophy Foundation in Cape Town, they approached me with a sponsorship to sponsor my studies in the field, in any field I wanted to study. And then I just decided, because I'm a public person, I like to talk and go around with people, and I also like the business environment, I'm going to combine the two, and then I studied Corporate and Communication Management. Hmm. Very interesting journey. You've overcome so much, acquired so much, and you're truly an inspiration. I think the crown is definitely something that fits you well. Um, and, and let's talk. I asked Russell, I mean, about the traveling journey, accessibility, um, the runway on the pageant. How was your experience when you had to travel, when you had to start, um, you know, learning a coordination on the, on the ramp and so on? Was, were things easy? Well, um, staying here in the Northern Cape, really accessibility is a big issue this side. So there's no transportation to even go to town that is accessible. And when I had to travel to Cape Town, I had to use personal transport. I had to ask my partner to assist me in the, in the traveling. So um, I was really, really thankful for when we got there. The transportation was so wheelchair accessible. There was nothing to stress about when we got to, to Cape Town. Everything was well organized. But big things goes out to UA Hub because we couldn't have done it without them. They did an amazing work and we really appreciate the work that went into this pageant just to, to make dreams come true, you know. Dreams do come true. A-teamers, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back. We are talking to the first ever Miss Wheelchair South Africa winner. And her name is Tamlin Bok. She is uh, from Platteland and she is purely South African but has overcome so much. Our other guest is also the spokesperson for Universal Accessibility Hub and uh, his name is Russell Volmer. Please do join in on the conversation. I mean, this is a pageant that brings hope for those with disabilities. It's a pageant that brings hope for us as South Africans that beauty goes beyond borders. Beauty is not confound between uh, you know, two walls and you don't have anywhere to move. Beauty 
is all-encompassing. And I want to know how you feel about this pageant and if you'll be looking forward to the new one in 2022. And also, would we be supporting our Miss Wheelchair SA when she goes to the world Miss uh, Wheelchair in Mexico next year? Yes, we should be, most definitely. Interact and uh, call in on 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 614 SMSs go to 41391. Night Social Conversations. A new beauty queen has been crowned in South Africa, the first ever Miss Wheelchair South Africa, who's also going to be representing us at the Miss Wheelchair World in Mexico next year. So it's, it's something very exciting. And this is who we are speaking to here on our social conversation, Tamlin Bock, alongside with Russell Vollmer, who's a spokesperson for Universal Accessibility Hub. Tam, Tamlin, you know, when you had to do the wardrobe change, Russell was talking about how you had assistants and there were people there to assist you. How did it feel to be just all dolled up and glammed up and have people assisting you throughout this whole wardrobe change and makeup and all of these things? I'm sure it, it was probably a first for you uh, to have such an experience. Yeah, it, it was a first for me, you know. And the fact that we often get so excluded um, in society or with a focus now that was just on us and our abilities, it was just amazing, you know, the makeup artists, the hair artists, the nail artists, it was amazing. It was so glamorous and, and I really enjoyed the fact that the spotlight was really on us and not and not what we can't do but what we can do most definitely and do you have any encouragement for those who might be looking forward to entering the miss wheelchair south africa pageant for 2022 really i just i can just say like enter 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 we all are winners even if you don't get the title or the crown we all are winners and we all we need you all on board to bring this change, you know, this change um in breaking those barriers and this change in speaking up and, and saying no, we're taking our spot in society and we're taking our spot in the working environment because we do deserve these these things as well. So the journey was so amazing just to be part of the pageant. It's amazing. So Everyone that just wants to enter and feel this competition is for them. I do encourage them to just apply when they see that advert in, in 2022 coming out about this pageant. Please, please enter the pageant. You, you won't regret it. And uh, I'm sure you're excited about your crowning and your winnings. Tell us about everything that you won. I just, I won a uh, a tablet, a phone, a wheelchair, a cushion worth 11,000 yen, I won a um, perfume voucher, and also a stay, a week stay at an apartment in Cape Town. 
lovely, lovely, lovely. And I'm sure you're going to be enjoying all of this and also encouraging others. Thank you so very much for joining us, Tamlin. I'm coming to you, Russell. Russell, for 2022, how do... Um, you know, those who want to participate join in and are you going to be having roadshows to create awareness for those who want to join in in the pageant? Patricia, I can honestly say I think uh, a lot of this is all in the planning at the moment. Uh, But definitely it's going to be a tough one to get the word out there. Um, Hopefully the world in 2022 is going to be a lot more user-friendly and open to everybody that we can get out there and start encouraging everybody. It would be nice to have provincial um, Miss Wheelchair competitions. So we're going to be looking for uh, partners who want to run such events in the various provinces. Um, You know, we can't just have all the contestants come from one province. We need to get everybody all around the country involved and to participate. So 2022's um, sort of project is going to be quite a significant one. That will be a change from this year in that this year it was a group of people who, um, young ladies who put their names forward and went to a a selection panel of which 10 were selected. So we would like to very much give everybody a chance to, to feel what it's like to be on the runway and to be in front of an audience before they come to the final competition, which um, I think, as Tamina was saying, it was quite a sort of uh, overwhelming experience to be um, on stage and in front of people and everything, when it's not something that happens to you daily. But, um, yeah, the planning, I I think there's a couple of things that have to happen. Number one is uh, we need to see that uh, there's enough commitment and uh, we also need to find some more financial backers because I think this year the finances were very, very tough to make the whole thing happen. And we've had some wonderful support from various financial sponsors and that. But again, you know, to help the ladies with their transport costs and that, we definitely need to find more sponsors. So this is an appeal to anybody out there who would like to get on board with us to contact us if they have and um, put up, um, you know, make some offers to help us with uh, the various aspects of funding the project. You know, and funding doesn't have to be in the form of cash. It can be in the form of of products and services as well. And that is where we can only say a huge thank you to all the sponsors of the prizes that uh, were um, made available to all the ladies. Um, I think the two princesses were also privileged to get some um, prizes as well. I don't have a list, unfortunately, of all of what everybody got. But, uh, you know, these are the ways in which people can contribute and helping us to make it a very, very successful pageant. It, it, it's been fantastic to hear Tammy's wonderful um, feedback as to her experience. Because from myself as a person in a wheelchair for 40 plus years, um, the challenges that we've had over the decades in our country to get it accessible, uh, we still have a long way to go. And this is part of what UA Hub's goal is, and to have a pageant like this and to show these young ladies that they are valuable and they are worthy of being respected. 
uh, is part of what UA Hub is all about. And we want to try and change our country and make it much more user-friendly and inclusive for everybody who has a disability. It's a, it's a tough battle. And, you know, pageants like this certainly break down many, many barriers. But we would like to have a bigger audience next year because uh, with all the restrictions and that, the, the, the theatre couldn't be filled very well. So we are hoping that things are going to change for next year. But uh, at this point in time, fans are in the making and we certainly are going to give it all the energy that we can build up. And we look forward to bringing on some partners as well to help us make it a success this coming year. For those who want to partner with you and come on board in whatever way that they can, how do they get in touch with Universal Accessibility Hub? Okay, they can get hold of us through our website, UA Hub, um, it's Universal Accessibility Hub, um, or just UA Hub actually. Um, and uh, they can contact us, all our contact details are there for Sharma and, uh, and everybody else in the office who is involved. So, um, you know, get hold of us through our, um, our, our website and also our Facebook page. Excellent. Thank you so very much, Russell. And uh, looking forward to a win from uh, Tamlin in the 2022 um, uh, Miss Wheelchair World in Mexico. And we're also looking forward to the pageant for South Africa next year. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Thank you very much for having us. A-team, as it's 11 o'clock on the dot, let's go to... uh, um, Madhubi Makhalimela for the final news bulletin for the evening. Good evening, uh, Madhubi.